Trigger warning. This podcast episode may contain content that could be distressing or triggering for some listeners. Topics discussed include mental health issues and drug use. Listener discretion is advised. If you are suffering and need support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Welcome back, Major Combos. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Corey. Nice to see you. We've decided to change the intro for those listening that are regulars. We thought uh, we would start off by just having a bit of a chat, talk about the upcoming episode. So today's episode is um, really cool. We had Luke, the conscious, conscious the conscious tradie. Great, great energy. Brings a lot, lot of, um, you know, he's gone through an interesting phase in his life and, t- and obviously trying to give back to tradies while he's doing his trade. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I feel like a lot of laughs. A lot of swearing, just as a forewarning for the listeners. But also, like, it, it got deep. There were some moments where I thought, yeah, we really kind of honed in on some deep topics that have that are important, I think, to to highlight, talk about. Um, for sure. I think, he, you know, he's raw and authentic. Yeah. It's always nice to see and nice to talk to somebody like that. Um, he's invested in himself and, um, you know, he's changed his beliefs and, you know, he's, he's, it's credit to him. 100%. Yep. Worked on his mindset, has really grown as a person and now he's trying to help other people as especially he's focused in that tradey space and and uh yeah like you said keeps it real. Yeah. So have a listen. Don't be offended. Enjoy the episode, have a laugh. 100%. Enjoy. Hey Luke, thanks for joining us today. Um I we've got Corey with me, but um, obviously thanks for connecting. Uh, we, you obviously came across a bit of our content, but um, we were really intrigued by the conscious tradie and what you're about. And um, you know, I really spent a bit of time having a bit of a laugh to myself watching some of your. Um, I'm not that good on socials, so I, you know, I found a bit he probably happy. accidentally likes some of your stuff. <laughs> probably some random comments. Yeah, I'm pretty good like that, but <laughs> it's not my strength. I'm working on it. Okay, there's always potential, but um, you're better I've, in front of the mic, mate. It's yeah, all, it's all th- that matters. Thank you, thank you. I've I've been told that before, and in camera, but. Um, oh, okay. oh stop there, Luke. Settle down, stop mate. There, mate. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Pump the brakes. <laughs> I, I really like the name Conscious Tradie and um, and some of the stuff that you had up there, uh, you know, came to mind in terms of being authentic and raw, but, um, you know, we can get to that. But sort of tell us a little bit about yourself and um, thanks for reaching out and connecting. We, we love that's what we're all about. We want to learn and share and, and um, hopefully help others. So thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and once again, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's great that... We both want to be doing the same thing and spreading awareness and messages to the industry and, you know, just helping it overall. So fucking honored to be on here, lads, to have a laugh. It's, it seems like it's going to be a bit of fun just yeah. from the, the chats we've already had. Yeah. Uh, my name's Luke. I, I'm aka The Conscious Tradie. I, uh, yeah, I've been a tradie for, I think it's closing into 15 years now. Uh, I've done quite a bit of stuff. Like well, I've you worked. Start, you start when you're eight or what? You, start, you look too young, mate. Yeah, I'm 29, mate. I started when I was... Jesus. Just before I turned fifteen, so nice. Must be the beard yeah. that makes you look distinguished. <laughs> distinguished? I've never been called distinguished before. I like that. Well, Fucking you, hell! He's flirting with you, Luke. Oh, stop it! <laughs> hey, there's there's three people in this podcast with a beard, so you know I was just on yours is outdoing yeah. mine. So good on you. Oh, I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. Anyway, um, sorry, mate. Trady, fifteen. Ah, uh, you're you're good. You're throwing me off. I'm a bit. Oh, I'm a bit startled <laughs> now. You know, I'm getting a bit nervous. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so I've been in the industry for a long time. I've I've done I've experienced domestic, I've experienced commercial, and I've obviously experienced starting my own business. So overall, I've experienced a lot of what the industry is like, and yeah, I mean. I've experienced also I've experienced the the drinking and the the booze and the gambling and all that sort of shit, which is a pretty toxic traits as a tradie and it's very uh, common and yeah, it's uh, the more I see it, it's yeah, it's everywhere, which is crazy. So, and that's where it leads. So I guess being the conscious tradie, I realized that I didn't want to be in a place like that. I didn't want to be in a place where I was constantly drinking every Friday and I was doing drugs till and you know not sleeping on weekends. Uh, and I thought, fuck, something has to change. And yeah, I, I went down a personal development rabbit hole, like constantly seeking growth and being a better human and a better man. And yeah, that's led me to start getting on these podcasts today with you guys and starting my own. And yeah, just uh, wanting to see a better world. Yeah, that's awesome. It's an awesome outlook and um, that continuous development of yourself and stuff is uh, empowering. But to just to jump back to that point around, um, you know, the industry and all that sort of stuff, you know, you and your raw and authentic you know, posts and stuff that you do, um, they're, they're really, they're clever. They, um, but they're also <laughs> honest, which is, you know, it's the uncomfortable truth that people sometimes don't want to see or talk about. And there's a lot of pub, like we see we're in the RTO game. There's a lot of promotion about the industry and all that sort of stuff, but there's not a lot of frank conversation about the ugly side, that stuff. And it's, mm. it's okay to say that you're either into that or you're not into it, but it's mm. reality. It is what it is. And is it self-serving to make you a better person? Often mm. if you're drinking every day, you know, it's not really an upper, is it? You know, then you're complaining on the weekend, you've got no money and then you're at mm. the footy getting pissed and you're complaining with all your friends and then you get to Monday and you go, fuck, I've got to go to work on Monday and you're, you're tired and, you know, you haven't done anything positive. You've just been hung over and all that sort of stuff and you mm. roll into another week and next next week you're into five years down the track and you go, fuck, where did mm-hmm. my life go? Uh, I, um, I think it gets away from you quickly if you don't make some conscious choices to mm. change that behavior yeah you said it very well man i mean i experienced exactly that you know from the age of 18 i was i grew up in a really good family and then i got to 18 and i was like i'll never touch drugs i was just i was so fucking against them and thrown off at 18 I, I took my first pill and and then five years had just gone down the track toxic relationships and you said it really well you just cycle into that monday and a lot of people hate the industry. They hate working as a tradie. And it's because of that. It's not, you know, like I got to a point where I fucking hated the industry and I and I walked away for seven months. But it wasn't because I actually hated the industry. It was the fact that I was just hating my life around it. I was hating the fact that I was rocking up to work on a Monday feeling like absolute arsehole. And then, but you don't really, like, you don't realize that at the time. You're like, oh, you just play that victim mentality. You're like, oh, my life's shit. Like, I just can't get out of this hole. Da, 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 da. But it, the, the reality is you're just making the decision to stay in the same fucking spot. You're not deciding to step out and seek personal growth, personal growth because it's uncomfortable. And yeah, once you decide to make that step, and this is the awareness that I'm trying to raise, is it's not the industry, it's you. <laughs> it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like the industry can be fucking fantastic. You can start a business and you can make a lot of money and you can work with great people and have great environments. You know, that's what I build at my company. It, it's not, it's got nothing to do with the industry. It's, it's you. You do what you don't realize is in that moment, if you go to another job, you're going to be doing the same fucking thing. You're going to be running the exact same cycles. So, yeah, if we can help people step away from that cycle, it can change a lot of things. So, on that, you, I just want to dig into that a little bit. Like you mentioned that. 18 you 
took your first pill and five years disappeared. Do you think like took a pill you, and a bee user? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think when you got when you got to that point, obviously you're an adult and you started to get into like you're already in trades to a degree though. It, was it influence? Was there was there an influence there that is it's a bit of a stigma within industry that there's that like you mentioned earlier gambling and having a drink and there's a bit of like that association with trades in general, right? Especially mm. in Australia. And yeah. do you feel like you were influenced by that and then you, you hit a point, you know, whether whether you call it rock bottom or whatever, was there a point that turned that around and now you're trying to have a different influence, right? In an industry mm. that has those stigmas attached to it? Mm. Just so I'm sure, can you just repeat the question for me? Yeah, like... Did you have a pill today? <laughs> no, nah, bro, I just got ADHD, man. This is my energy all the time. <laughs> high on no, life, you're like, you're like, I, I, you're looking out into, and I was like, is he looking somewhere? Like, oh, that's my thinking. That's my thinking thought process. That's a, yeah, like, that's oh. that's good. That's a cue. That's a cue on video. <laughs> nah, mate, no, I look, guess you the... look healthy, mate. You look healthy, mate. <laughs> mate get... You got to stop smothering me. Yeah, yeah, what's I, going I'm not used to receiving him. <laughs> okay, hell. Mate, do you want his phone number after? I've got it. I've already <laughs> got it. Yeah. Mate, anyway, can we move on? No, I guess yeah. to frame up the question better, because I apologize, it was probably a bit That's of a right. ramble, but like, do you feel like it was some outside influences or negative influences on you that kind of led you down that path? And is that something you see in the industry that you're trying to now have a different, yeah. you know, a different yeah. um, influence? Mm. It's a, yeah, it's a good question because I feel... I feel like you're surrounded by it. I mean, I, I look at my, my construction path and there were some incredible times. Like I was taught by my, my old man and he's a very settled dude. Like he doesn't drink much. He's chill. So being, you know, the first three years working with him, it was just a good environment. Uh, so I'm like very thankful that I was raised up in that. And then sort of just from friends got influenced into that. Um, and then as you, you know, you go down the construction route and you work in commercial and you like, you really see the environments and you're like, oh yeah, but I feel like it's the hard work that sort of influences you as well. You guys know as tradies, like when you're doing a hard week, like you've worked fucking hard. The idea of a beer is very enticing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's still very fucking enticing on a Friday. The sun's out. You're like, oh fuck, I would love a beer. So I feel like, yes. And so, like, I, I look at it, I take a bit of responsibility and go, I, was, I had so many insecurities. That's why I started taking these drugs and, and and drinking all the time because I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable within my own skin. Um, but then when you look at it, like, and, and then you're like the environment that you're surrounded with, yeah, like it makes it almost impossible to step away because everyone's doing the same fucking thing. So, yes, like seeing that influence and then stepping away from it, I'm definitely trying to influence the opposite way now and, and wake people up to, to the reality that they can live, you know, live a life that doesn't need, you don't need drinks to feel high and you don't need drinks to feel safe within yourself. Where did, where did you start? If someone's listening to this, that's li like literally listening, going, holy shit, that's me. What, like, where did you start? How do you find the, mm. you know, that's a great question. What was the good yeah? Point. What was the what was the the piece that really was there a moment that really is distinct for you where you went I got to change mm. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there was this moment where oh everyone has a story. You said rock you said rock bottom earlier, and and there was a point where I where I hit rock bottom, and I was working. It was on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I can't remember the exact day, but it had been five years pretty much every weekend just dropping pills. 
and I was getting to the point where I was dropping like maybe eight to ten a night. I was just eating them like they were fucking nothing. And it was a Tuesday, it was a Wednesday, and my serotonin levels were just depleted. So I was miserable. I was just hating life. And I was in this little fucking bathroom and I was tiling. I'm a tiler by trade, for anyone that's wondering. Um, and I was tiling these little tiles and they were just they were just the worst fucking tiles to lay. And they were breaking. <laughs> no, <and, and> <laughs> nah, they were they were you know what? They might have actually been like terracotta, like oh, 200 yeah. by 200. And they were just, it was just fuck. Like nothing was going right. Corey's, you know, we've all Corey's had. a passionate tile. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did tiling when I was younger. Oh, it's fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's, it's hey, everyone's big... got a way they could love it. No, they yeah. could love it. I liked it being a fit. Sorry to. With... Hijacking your stories, but uh, I All like good, the finishing. Bro. Finishing trades are good though, in that sense, because you got the job satisfaction that comes with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, doing bathroom and kitchen renovations, it's well, specifically bathrooms. It's like it doesn't really matter what you do before, as long as the tiling's good. Like you can save anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, anyway, to go back, I, like nothing was going right. And we've all had those days where you're just fucking over it, right? We've all had those days. But this day, there was something specifically bad about this day where I just had enough. And it got to the point where I was just like, my life is fucked. Like, I honestly expected myself to be in such a better position by this age. I'm 24, 24, 25 at the time. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And I remember I just broke down, I like sat on the floor, started crying for like 20 to 30 minutes. And I'm like, this is, this is not how life's meant to be. And three words came over my head and it was, you're meant for more. And I was like, fuck. That like really hit home. So I was like, I packed up for the day. I was like, this isn't working. Like I need to go home. And from that moment, I decided to change. And I'm like, what do I do from here? I don't, I don't really know who to talk to. I don't know where to go. Uh, so I just started seeking externally. I started looking at, you know, coaches. Um, the first thing I did was a, it might seem odd now, but it was like a high ticket sales program, and it was like a seven week thing. And I did that, and and that was the first time I experienced something different. And I just like realized how challenging it is to to change out of this position. Yeah. I like it was it, it was as something as simple as building a vision board that fucking broke me. I'm like I, I've like I work my fifty hour week whatever, and then I'll come home and I'll jump on a call and they're like, all right, you got to get this vision board done by da 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 da. And I'm like researching this thing and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like this is so challenging. Yeah. But it, it wasn't even that challenging. But the reality is it's something new and different and uncomfortable with that. And, and you've been living this lifestyle where you're constantly just running from reality that when you see that there's another reality possible, it scares the fuck out of you and it terrifies you and it, and it will force you to feel lethargic and tired and, and all these things. So, but like for me, it was like pushing through that uncomfortableness, right? I was just... And I want to, and I want to clarify after I had that rock bottom moment, it wasn't like I woke up the next day and I changed. It was just like, this is like, it was like a three year journey of me going, okay, I'm going to do like one thing and like work at that. And then one thing and then work at that. And it was just like step by step. And then, uh, you know, instead of going out every weekend, it turned out to going out every fortnight and then going out every fortnight, it turned out to going out every month. And then it's like maybe three to four times a year. And it's just a slow process. I, I think, I think we get taught that it's like, yeah, change can happen instantly. You know, like the the instant gratification in the world that we live in, like you can change anything like this. It's like, no, real change takes time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just uh, you have to seek help though. You have to seek some form of guidance, and and as uncomfortable as it is, like that's the reality. Yeah. 
I think that's part like we we've talked about this in other in other areas, which, but it sort of resonates here as well as that vulnerability as well, right? That's one of the hardest things for people to do, especially I, I guess you know stereotypically men have a hard time with that. Mm. That would have been a challenge for you initially. Like again, coming back to you know someone that might be listening, what what's your advice with dealing with the the inner fear of being vulnerable and and kind of actually going and seeking help right that's the that's yeah. the hardest part right yeah I, like it is but like is it well i don't I, look that's that's a good question yeah <laughs> so like this is you know, like we'll talk about being raw and authentic and and I, i've been through so many ebbs and flows of personality until i've like truly found my authentic authentic self and i think right we we give people this scapegoat to be like, oh, like it's, you know, like it's hard. Like you should take your time with these things. Like you should, you know, like, oh, just, you know, mental health and all this stuff. It's, it's great to raise awareness on it, right? But we're at this point now where it's like, oh, we care so much about people's feelings that it's like we're not actually doing anything about it though. We're like constantly talking about how we feel, but we're not taking action to better ourselves about it. And, and, and it's just like, it's great that we've raised awareness on it, but it's like, what are we, like, are we doing anything about this? Or we're just expressing how we feel, and I, I, specifically for men, like my my arena is men. I stay in the, the men arena. I don't I don't fuck with women coaching. I just like stick with men. And for me, it's like where like where's the strength? Like it's good to talk about your feelings and stuff like that, right? And be vulnerable with other men. But also, it's like where's the grit? <laughs> where's like the toughness gone? Like just fucking like there is a part of it that's like just man up. Yeah, just man up and do what you need to do. Well, it's, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, isn't it? So. You've oh. got to, you've got to step you got to step into what you're doing. I do I it doesn't matter how hard you try, you can't pull your friend out of the river if they keep jumping in it and you do it yeah. day after like they have to actually You got to want it. They got to want it. And and yeah. the cycle of going into that everyone is at a different time in doing that. And I and I was I, I guess I was going to ask you a question about your peer group because I think peer groups can be really influential and in mm-hmm. you have to peer groups come and go in life. I think some people hang on to peer groups for too long maybe in their life mm-hmm. and that influences what they do but I th- and and they may bring them down because they're not it's not about you it's about them they're uncomfortable because you're developing yourself mm-hmm. you know you go and tell them hey i'm going on this personal development course on the weekend they're like what the fuck are you up to yeah like, mm. so that i think is you know you've got to be conscious of that and and say okay well maybe i can bring my peer group along with me on the journey or maybe you know they they yeah. they're not going to um they're not supporting where I'm going so I don't know if you mm. had that influence like that change you change your peer group or your peer group grew with you uh, definitely didn't uh, nothing wrong with my old peer group lovely people but what you do tend to realize is that when you start changing it makes them very uncomfortable yeah. it makes them very fucking uncomfortable because they're seeing you grow. And, and like, I used to have resentment about this, but I don't anymore because I, I deeply understand it. It's, it's like, they're, they're just, it's their insecurities that they're saying like you're changing and they're not doing anything about it. So it's like, I, like I, I fully, I fully get it. But at the same time, you need to grow. And, and, you know, you hear the words you're changing, but yes, I am changing. Like I'm growing. <laughs> you guys aren't, you're saying exactly the same. And it's like, unfortunately, this is where we cut ties. You know, it's like, if you guys aren't growing with me, then you're dying. And that's like, that's a harsh reality. It's like, you love these people. You spent so much time with them, but you do have to separate yourself from that, that environment. Yeah. And it's, it's not just on like your own mental welfare and, and all that, your health and all that stuff. Like where I'm big on that investment, you don't become the CEO of 
of um, let's say CBA because you went to uni and did a business degree and that was it. You're finished and off you were. There you go. You got it. Like same as a tradie. Like if you start and you want to grow and be a better tradie, a better person, a better whatever, you want to grow your business, you've got to keep going back and doing more courses or learning from other people, getting a coach, getting just reading more. That You can't develop unless you're challenging yourself. Yeah, absolutely, man. You said it perfectly. It's um, yeah, you can't really. I mean, I yeah, you can't really scale to the next level. You know, if you want to start a trade business and if you want to succeed in life, like you got to you got to do the fucking work. You got to do the work. Hundred mm. percent. What about going out and doing your own business? What did what have you done? Like you're obviously passionate about self development. Can you tell us a few things that you've done that have been game changers for you? Is there anything that that jumps out? Yeah, oh, fuck, it's just so many things, man. But uh, I'll I'll go to where the real transition for me started. So obviously, I spoke to you earlier about like high ticket uh, coaching and yep. all that sort of stuff. And you know, I realized pretty quickly that I'm like, okay, this isn't what I'm seeking. Um, and then I hired personal development coaches. So I, I hired uh, the same guy for about six months. We did a six month thing, which was really good. You know, cr- like started crushing some limiting beliefs and and just becoming overall more mentally strong yeah. except at the same time that was in the peak of covid so <laughs> there was challenges of being living by myself um and just dealing with all this shit coming to the surface which was fun but then the real change happened about two and a bit years ago three jesus three years ago now during during 2020 or during 2021 i can't remember exactly but uh there was a, i went to this five-day event and with my now mentor and we were there five days and like I, I walked into that room with the intent of scaling my construction business from seven figures to oh, one million to five million. That was like, you know, you go to these business events and you're like, yeah, just want to scale my business and da 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 da. Anyway, I walked into this thing and I, I was just throwing a fucking like left hook because it was the most life changing event that I've ever been to. And there was two major events that happened in that, <clears throat> in that event. One was, uh cutting cords with my perceived trauma of my father so my perceived trauma was my fear of abandonment with my father so like went through this like really deep visualization where you like you tap in and you connect to it like i don't know if you guys are spiritual or not but like you know i I do these visualizations where i connect to a different reality and you know like i'm face to face with my father and all these emotions are like flooding over my body and like i'm just releasing like I'm literally convulsing this pain and releasing it. And what I found in that moment was I'd been like this fear of abandonment that I've held on to with my father, you know, because you know, he left me, quote unquote, left me. I was a people pleaser my entire life. And this comes back to the drugs, the partying, always just like rubber arm. Like I was just wanted to please people from insecurity. There's nothing wrong with wanting to please people, right? Let's just, let's clarify that. I think mm-hmm. people throw like, oh, I was a people pleaser, like da, 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 da. It's like, I still want to please people, but like, I want to do it from the right place. I don't want to do it from an, like a, an insecurity where I'm, oh no, like, don't leave me. Like, I don't want to do that. I just want to be like, you know what? I love you, bro. Like, I'm, you know, pleasing you. Um, So that was like a massive, like that, that moment changed my life. That was like, holy fuck. Like, I just, I've never experienced anything like that ever before. Um, and then after that, there was another huge event, which is now actually what I teach my guys. And it was called deathbed. And you go through a visualization where you see yourself at the end of your life and you do, you see it twice. You see it at the start and you're like, 
if you kept living life the same way. And when I experienced that, I was like, holy fuck. Like there was nobody at my deathbed. It was fucking miserable. I wasn't living the life that I truly desired. And I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I felt so empty when I saw that. But then once you snap out of that and then you decide you see your deathbed at the end of your life, living a life truly aligned to who you are and what you're meant to be doing on this fucking earth and leaving the impact and loving and doing all this sort of shit. It's just like an abundance, man. Like my, uh, I don't care. Like I was boiling my eyes out for like 20 minutes after I'd never seen anything so fucking beautiful, like connecting to this earth, connecting to the people here. Um, and that was like, holy fuck, like I, I want to help impact other people and like help them just live like just to be able to experience what life's actually like. You know, we chase this fake reality with drinking and drugs and all that stuff. Uh, and I can like, even this morning, fucking hell, like I, I haven't experienced the most. I just, I was walking down the Yarra in Victoria and I was just like, can't even explain the feeling. Like you're just so in tune with life itself and the beauty and the nature and i might be sounding a little fucking woo woo at the moment but it's just when you can experience that like life just seems effortless you're in the quantum and, you know i'm in the in the in the quantum realm baby quantum suit <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so like once you i've experienced that i'm like you know I, i've always loved helping people yeah like i just want to make impact and that's why i'm also coaching as well um and that's why, yeah, you know, I want to coach tradies, I want to help tradies build businesses. And I also want to help tradies, you know, wake up to the reality that's possible. It's a great message. You're, um, you've got great energy, your routine daily, something that they don't ever talk about as an apprentice or like, you know, what would you serve up as a great routine? Like to, from where you started to what you do today? Oh, fuck. All right. Well, my morning routine's like 5 a.m. wake up uh straight into shower and then like half hot and then half cold so i get that that fresh wake up i'll meditate journal um cook breakfast won't look at my phone for like the first hour um so I'll just like relax into it and then yeah what do i do what else do i do in the morning um that's pretty much it just take it real cruisy real calm i don't i, I everyone's different hey i just mm -hmm. like cruising into the day i know a lot of guys like to wake up and get straight into it because their, their brain's just working overboard but like that's just for the morning i'll head to work like i'm feeling pretty cruisy grounded calm smash out the day uh gym four to five times a week uh drink fucking clean water eat whole foods that are not covered in fucking organic uh not covered in pesticides and shit pretty simple like it's really is simple the more you like dial it down it doesn't have to be too much <laughs> yeah. yeah creating good habits that's honestly like that's something i always focus on with i'm a bit obsessed with my health and fitness sometimes i go through phases yeah the those pipes are looking good mate the <laughs> the food, <laughs> the food, the have food. you seen the have you seen the uh, caricatures they've, like, he, uh, he asked the people who wrote, made the the um cartoons to bulk up his muscles yeah, right they're right. definitely not <laughs> matching what hey, he looks like hey, in real you haven't seen like, a dumbbell in your life <laughs> so anyway no but with that i i've always it's so what you said is really powerful there's there's flexing. no <laughs> <laughs> There's no uh, one way fits all, right? But what yeah. I always found with something that's worked for me, especially as I've gotten older, like getting into good routines, creating good habits. Um, and they're, they're really, that's the hardest thing to do. And, and <coughs> that's the part that I think is, brings about the positive change that you were talking about. It's not overnight mm. and you don't have to, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do this and this and this and everything's going to be perfect from now on. Like 
Mm. I've never been able to do that. I've always had to kind of stage it out and, you know, Mm. make little improvements, make bits of progress along the way. And over a six-month journey, you suddenly create all these great habits and then it becomes Mm. easy, like you said, now. It feels Mm. like you've simplified it. It's easy to do it. You just do it now. You don't have to think about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I really yeah I really like what you said, man. Is, you know, like building those habits. I've I've found I've had a big shift in the way that I communicate a lot of things. And I don't know if you guys know. Do you guys follow Andy Elliott by any chance? He's like this bold salesman that's blowing up over Insta. I haven't seen him. I've, I have anyway, seen a couple of his clips. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's just a straight savage. But what I like like to take away the one from that you gotta have a six pack or he won't. That was him. Wasn't yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. That yeah. Him. If you don't have a six pack, you follow. Yeah. If you don't have a six pack, you can't work for me because it shows you're lazy. Oh, yeah. He was all over it. Yeah, anyway, sorry. He's taken, yeah, no, you, he's you, taken that saying from um Tate though. Didn't Tate Tate said if oh, you fuck. um don't if you feel if you're feeling sad, go and get a six pack. And once <laughs> you've got a, if you're still feeling sad after you got a six pack, then then we can have a conversation. But until you've done that, you'll feel way better if you work hard to get a six pack. He's like Yeah, it's fair probably the same same it's message. Fair point. Anyway. Yeah, and that comes back to the habit building, right? And and for me it's been it's about like it's about doing the things that you fucking say and, and and no matter how shit you feel. And this is where it's like contradicting to a lot of the stuff that's out there. It's like tap into your feels like da, 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 da. it's like, fuck your feelings, get the shit done that you're going to say, like you said that you're going to get done yeah. and that will make you feel better as a man. That is, it's about honoring your fucking word. It is integrity. That is what will make you feel. It doesn't like, it doesn't matter what it is, right? It could be gym. It could be going down and, spending time with a friend it could be meditating in the morning it doesn't have to be like a tough macho thing it's just like whatever you decide to fucking do do it and that will make you feel better every time there's a, a piece of resistance right we've all experienced it at work like oh like the last little things like they take oh just i like, can't be fucked man and then you go home and then like oh now i've got to do it tomorrow and then it's like playing in your head and you're starting to feel shit and then this thing like it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling and you know you, you hear about uh wives always having a list for their husbands that they never fucking do <laughs> and it's like, bro, that, that shit eats away at you. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't have anything to do with the miso. It's like that shit eats away at you because you're not doing the things that you said you were going to fucking do. That's why you feel like shit. So it's like, okay, cool. Well, what do you do if you've got this big list of things? Just start fucking small, like you said, right? Yeah. Do three things tomorrow. Tick it off. Make sure, like, just set a task, three fucking things to do tomorrow and do it. And then once that's done, you can decide if you want to do three more things the next day. But whatever you decide to fucking do, do it. Then you'll start feeling good. Yeah, that's stacking like it's because it makes you feel worse when you're like, oh, I didn't do it. And oh, now I've got to do that tomorrow. And oh, I've got all those other tasks to do. And then it's like a self-fulfilling yeah. negative it belief, is. isn't it? It's like, oh, and then it yeah. gets worse. The gym's the best example of that, though, honestly. People that like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym or I don't feel like I'm on the gym. I, I heard a saying a long time ago, no one's ever been to the gym and then regretted it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You always feel better after you've gone and yeah, done a workout. Yeah. I say that to my wife about something else, but she <laughs> <laughs> that's because she does. Nah. <laughs> that's a good one. Have I you even tried that? I, know, I, say, I say it's like exercise. <laughs> you never regret it afterwards. Do it's you? exercise for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's good. We cover yeah. all topics on this podcast. Yeah, fucking yeah. hell. We're going down this. <laughs> I just have to commend you though. You took you took some massive action and you invested in yourself. I think that's um you know something for any of them. I know it's hard when you're an apprentice and you don't have a lot of money and you know, but it is a it's a season in your life. You know, you're going through you know less of, but you may have abundance later on if you put in the hard work today. And then you can invest in yourself as you go. And it might be little bits, as you said, change that habit, do something else. But the you know, planting a tree 
you ask someone a question, planting a tree, when's the best day to do it? They'll say, oh, you know, today. It's like, well, it was five years ago, but, you know. Today's the, the next best time. Yeah, That's right. Today's the next yeah. best time. So um, I think making those little changes can really do that. But investing in yourself is one and you've got to believe in yourself as well. For, for mm. sure. Yeah, I love that. Definitely got to believe in yourself. That's a good place to leave it, eh? I think we got to get you back on and, and have a follow-up episode. It's such a short episode. I reckon we could have kept chatting for hours, bro. This <laughs> is good. We easily could. We easily could. I think we I think we do another episode, eh? Is there a couple of things you wanted to cover off though? I know we had some dot points. Well, before you before you close off, I, I guess your approach, you know, about why you're so raw and let's say authentic, like, you know, you swear, you sort of say, you keep know. Keep it real. You keep it real. You went to Bali and you're like, I think you said, fuck your dogs. I'm going to Bali or whatever. <laughs> Did <laughs> like, I say Corey, that? Corey was like. It was something like that. I was yeah, like, this was, guy. I was like, I'm not fucking going to Bali. <laughs> Corey, Corey was like. He's so like, oh. I'm going I'm, to America in a, yeah, in a week. I'm going to post a video straight to you, Luke. And be <laughs> like, fuck your dog. dog. <laughs> I'm going to America. <laughs> he only posted one like two days ago about that. Yeah. All I'm, the things he's doing in America, which he should be proud of. He's worked hard. It. He's worked hard. Him and his wife planned lots. Of, it's going to be an amazing family experience and, and memory that they'll have forever. But. Yeah. Um, you know, that, I, go, I don't know where I was He's lost it now. Yeah, I was talking about you. <laughs> now you're talking about authenticity, bro, and yeah, why I'm said, so how raw. do you get to his approach? Like, why? Oh, yeah, tell us, like, because, you know, everyone's so, you, you said it earlier, everyone's so sensitive. Everyone doesn't, yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't want to hear, like. Everyone's looking for a reason to be offended. Yeah, everyone wants to be offended, but you're, like, really, and you can, we had a laugh looking at some of your stuff. It is funny, but. People may not like it you, resonates. but that's their choice, isn't yeah. it? Maybe I, I'd love to hear why you took that approach rather than being like different to that. And, and maybe because you want to grow your caring side of, of being a tradie, but you're still being that authentic. How has it been received? Like, you know, what's the. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. I think I didn't really choose it <laughs> to be honest. It's just who I am. You know, you use the word authentic and it feels yeah. authentic for me to, be this real. And I actually believe like the more savage and real that you can be towards someone is the most honest and caring thing that you can do because you're not allowing someone their bullshit fucking beliefs. And like, that's like, it's so, I'm oh, sorry for defense. I don't really, well, you know what? Not even sorry. Like I just, I don't really care if it offends you because the reality is if it offends you, it's a trigger, it's an insecurity and it's fucking with you. And I'm bringing it up for you. And it's like, I will guide you through that if you want me to. But if you're going to run away and play victim, then you can just keep dealing with it and be sensitive. Did There's you... a saying which you've probably heard. It's, um, what is it? It's like strong med, uh, strong med breed, yeah. strong men breed good times. Good times breed breeds weak men. Weak men brings tough times, which are where we're at now. And then tough times brings breeds strong men. It's a cycle. Yeah. Were you in Sydney on the weekend? No, no, I was in Bali. Oh, that's right. Dog. You were in Bali. Your dog. Tony Robbins was in, in Sydney on the weekend. Fresh so. reminder. He yeah, was yeah. in Bali, in case yeah. you didn't know. Yeah, I, did you... Was. Hey, look, when you started doing your socials and stuff and putting the message out there, did you at any point, you know, you said then it didn't choose you, you're just being authentic. Did you at all yep. ever second guess yourself in terms of like, all right, if I put this out there, I probably need to like tone it down or I need to speak a certain type of way like did you think yeah, about that yeah yeah man fucking oath dude yeah like for the first 12 months yeah and there's times and, and you're like oh i'm gonna get backlash for this like i know yeah, yeah. i'm gonna get backlash that's the fear for this. of it eh? yeah but then you, you just get to a point now where i'm just i'm so comfortable within who i am right and and 
And I feel like when I first, when you first get started at something, right, you, you're unfamiliar. You're not, you're not as confident with like just speaking your mind. You know, you might not know everything, and you might not feel super confident in what you're talking about. So that's where the backlash and the the nerves come from, right? That fear. And I would suggest to just fucking send it and then deal with that because that'll teach you, right? You might not know the answer to the question that you get thrown back, but that'll fucking teach you, and then that'll build resilience and strength anyway. So I, I would only say that I, I genuinely don't have that now but that's only in the last maybe six months yeah like it took a good couple of years to get to this place where i just like i'm so comfortable within who i am that it's like if you don't like it fuck off <laughs> <laughs> i think we cut the episode right there <laughs> that's gonna be the title of the episode <laughs> don't like it fuck off oh, i love that we've had a couple of people like yourself that have told it how it is which you know it's refreshing I think it's part of what we've tried to achieve here, learning, but also for people to listen and, and take out what they want to take out, like you said before. It's not for mm. everybody and that's okay. You know, mm. you're not apologizing for that. You're not trying to reach every person. Mm. You're trying yeah. to reach those that want to be reached and and that's what you that's what you're here to do. Yeah, I want to re- I want to resonate with the people that like that are familiar with me. You know, I'm not going to be relatable to everyone. And I think uh, there's a saying it's like if you try to please everyone, you'll please no one. So the more that you're yourself, the more you piss people off, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> piss people off and you'll attract the right people. And, and you know, it's the same in my trade business. Like I only attract clients that I want to work with. Like I <laughs> quick funny story. I was um on one of the vlogs that I created, I I was at this job and I went there the next day. She's like, Oh, you know, I did some research. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like Uh oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, Oh, yeah, 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 cool. She's like, Yeah, yeah, watch one of your vlogs. I was like, Oh yeah. And in, <laughs> in the vlog, I was like, there was a point where I was talking about how I'm not gay and like, I don't like dick. Wow. We went there. You wait, you were flirting with him all episode. Anyway, sorry, Luke. Here you go. Nice, sorry, bro. Nice like, beer, sorry. Nice yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and she's like, Oh, so you don't like dick. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God. But you know, like she's cool with it. Cause it's the personality you relate to these people. And then it, it makes the job experience more fun anyway. So it's like whoever you decide to work with, just be yourself. And I thought, I thought you were going to say me. that you did this vlog and you you talked about her job and how shit it was and the person. Yeah, I thought oh, no, she was no. to herself on there or something. I'm not that authentic. Bro, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <going>. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Got to have yeah. some boundaries, eh? Yeah. But <laughs> to challenge your thinking on that, even though that may not be your belief about dick. Yeah. <laughs> you do not care whether somebody does or don't. You just want them to be their authentic self. Yeah, fucking oath. You don't care. I got, man, I got nothing. I got, I don't and know, heaps of that, gay guys. I, but it's uh, like the point being is you be you. Yeah. You're about to be the person, but you don't want someone to tell you to be a particular way, which yeah. I think is empowering for any young kid. Like you just, if you, if you want to do that, do that. You don't have to change yeah. to be somebody else. And you don't care if it, that's your thing. If you like, you know, I use the analogy with my wife a lot about like, I'd, everyone gets offended by, oh, I don't like the color of your car because it's so, everyone's so sensitive about the simplest things. And you're like, just move on. Like, you, like if you click your fingers, that car is driven down the road and you don't give a fuck about it anymore. Oh, like, yeah. you know, so I think your point is really you be yourself and, you know, you will attract the right people. You know, people will yeah. come around you that are like that. And the people mm. who want to be authentic. If you want to live in a life where you're always offended and you want to be scared of everything, you're going to attract those type of people. 
and yeah. you'll live you'll live in that environment of fear, yeah. not being courageous. Whereas you know, I think you've got the right yeah. approach. And every kid that hears your message about being themselves, they might not be able to do it when they're eighteen, but they will heard your story. You know, today they might mm. move on, and they get, at some point they'll have a trigger where they're like, "All right, I can I can change my things." Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be when they're eighteen. It doesn't have to be when they're sixteen. You know, mm. so you and you're like, "Are you going to be a tradie forever?" You don't know. You might change your path. May go take differently. It doesn't yeah. mean you're going to be a tradie for, because you've made that choice at fifteen that you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, if, the more you buy into that fear, the more you will start naming yourself with pronouns. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow where's it from here Luke what's the plan what's I'm, I'm just segueing into something totally at least. let's just leave that there alright uh, too controversial for this no, no, no 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 no, not at all we just you know nah. what it, you know what we'll speak on that we'll speak on that we we don't care Matt and I talk about all sorts of stuff all the time and we honestly just don't care people yeah. can just do whatever they want we just don't get involved in it you know we've yeah. never we've just never even with our with the business, you know, we, we've, we've yeah. never played the politics of any of that stuff within any of our any of our going yeah. about business. We just do what we do. We try to be authentic in that sense, and and you does know, it mean? I, like doesn't we, mean we don't we, agree with it or disagree. With we it. don't we disagree don't. or agree. Yeah. You be you. If you want to come yeah, in yeah. and you want to dance on the roof, I, I don't care. That's your thing. Go <laughs> hardest. But we're here to train you to do that. And I think every business that takes a Should position on mm. something. Mm is potentially ostracizing somebody. We've had all those mm. conversations like, should we jump into this? Should we not? Should, you know, we just... Don't yeah, know. it's like, it's, it could just unpack for hours, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a deep part. Yeah, that's a lot. Thanks for joining us, mate. We uh, we appreciate you taking the time, hey? It's been... Yeah. It's been real, which it's, we love. Yeah, it's and, been great. Um, I think, you know, I think there's plenty of opportunities if you're, if you're up for it to link up and do some more episodes and, and cross over with... Happy to be a part of anything you got going on. If you if you feel the need to have us on for anything, we're we're more than happy to uh, to do that. And we'll make sure within um, when we drop the episode, we'll link you in with all of our video content and all the stuff that the team create. We'll make sure we we share um, your Insta and um, your podcast and the like. So hopefully you get some profile out of that as well, mate. That's all right, man. No, I really appreciate it. It's, uh, I mean, it's probably closing into an hour anyway, but I feel like this has only scratched the surface of what we could talk about, man. It was actually like I really thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it, it just flowed. Like it was a good laugh as well. Um, a lot of podcasts are just like, yeah, like I just tell my story where you guys are, you know, inclusive and and, and getting involved, which is great. So yeah, no, it's been fucking too awesome. Inclusive at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might have to uh, block you off my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can private message. I don't even know how to do that. He's not cheating. I couldn't even do that because I'm so. Years ago, he went to post. He went to like something on on Facebook. This is like five years ago. He went to like something on Facebook. He created a poll. (laughs) He started a poll on his Facebook. (laughs) People like, what the fuck's he doing? It was the best. Thank you for finishing the episode like that. But you know what? I have learned. I haven't done it again. All right. I have got better. I have got better. Oh, no, that was awesome, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for making the time. Have a great rest of the week. See ya. Yeah, you too. Cheers.